Welcome, freaks. My name is Greg, and I am a freak. I'd like to open this meeting with a moment of silence for the freaks who aren't with us tonight. Brian, Colin, you are forever in our freak thoughts. Next, we want to start tonight by celebrating those who have stayed true in their freak thought for an entire year, 365 days. Can we get those who've been loyal freaks for an entire year up to the front, please? Munya, Cassidy, many of us end up in jail, end up sick, or even worse. And for you to start your journey, you had to hit rock bottom. (laughs) But you have fought the battle and each and every day to stay true to freak thought, to celebrate your hard work, a bronze chip commemorating one year of being a freak. Would uh, you like to have a word, Cassidy? Wow. I mean, I just, to be honest, I thought podcasting would kill me, but because of that grind mindset and mentality and because of those Patreon dollars, um, I, I, I've been able to stay true to freak thought. So thank you, um, fellow freaks. I, I just, I couldn't have done it without you. Bunya? Is the chip fungible or... Welcome back to the podcast that asks, what should our new name be for the new year? Oh. (laughs) Uh, You know, I've got a few to throw out there from the (laughs) folds of my brain and maybe some listener submissions. Um, How about Cryptosis colon Treasure Hunters? Yeah. Hodl, everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Things are going to get Lambo. The, the HODL cast. <laughs> you guys like that one? I've also got uh, Greg's model train layout hour. That one's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I like that uh, one. Let's see. Yeah. Let's see. No, 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 no. No, um, no fuck that. Uh, Sailing Nyad. Your hosts, Cassidy, Munya, and Greg, talk you through a years-long DIY refit of their liveaboard sailboat. Oh hell hmm. yeah! Yeah, how fun. yeah, I like that one. You'd have you'd have to move onto the boat, both of you, for this to work. Oh, I know. No, trust me, <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, and if we get Colin back, uh, I suggest we change the name to "Death Comes for Us All." <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, 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 you know. Yeah. yeah no. Anything. Feeling no. one's a little edgy. Here. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Oh fuck it, guys! It's Mechanical Freak. It's uh, season two of Mechanical Freak. Everybody, can you, you just... believe? Sorry, it. haters. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Cat. You know. I mean, you've got your one-year chips. Uh, it looked beautiful, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, I'm. I'm wearing it as a necklace. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> My profile picture. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we started this uh new venture together. Um also with our friends uh Colin and Brian who are not here this week, but uh Colin, you know, we may get Colin back uh when um I don't know, COVID is actually over or his children grow up and like go off to college if there is right. such a thing. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> 
Maybe uh, when they uh, start podcasting, you know, like yeah. we'll have them on. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what kids will do instead of college is just start a podcast mm-hmm. uh, in their, for their generation. But yeah, it's been, so we we're celebrating, I guess, celebrating the, the new year, everybody, but really, yeah, for us, you know, um, something to look back on a year of podcasting together. Yeah. You know, and uh, I mean, we did like what, 90 something episodes last year. And that's yeah, not including went hard. Yeah. And that's like not including ending the myth, like stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, I mean, yeah, how many episodes of ending the myth are there now? Uh, there are. Gosh, so we'd had we're on episode 11, but we have episode zero and 10.5. So that wouldn't make wow. it. 13, 13 episodes. episodes out okay so yeah. between all of us uh, uh we've put out uh over, over 100 over 110 yeah. episodes big or, numbers or yeah, no, that, those um, are huge numbers right that's what, you, that's what you call podcasting that's why we're around yeah that's why we're over a hundred patrons. Let's go over a hundred and it's after the first of the month so you know it's real first. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) The thing that like haunted us from like August onward through the year where we like hit a hundred patrons and then immediately when the first of the month hits, uh, we were back to like 94 and we're just trapped in that hell. Uh, Too many of our patrons have that like $3 and 78 cents balance, which like relatable. I definitely, I definitely had a month where like my mechanical freak check did not go through. Sorry guys. Um, Also uh, like we've all been there to all of you. (laughs) continue giving us your last five dollars to your name every month please it's like, the most revolutionary thing you could do <laughs> literally yeah uh well guys it's been a great year uh, i love potting with you um i mean that's uh, another way to phrase that would be that's been the good part of my year uh, the rest Aww. the rest not so great i mean what is there really to like look back on with any fondness you know like <sighs> What? There was really nothing new in 2021. Is the as I tried to think back and like, how would you sum up this year? And really, like, you know, 2020 was a year where like a lot of shit went down. Like we really were standing around talking about like history happening and shit. Mm-hmm. People were talking about like, oh, how do we even like uh, process the amount of stuff going on and the potential. Uh, in the air because like do we have to have new like frames of reference uh, like you know the restarting of history and shit you know I mean between the fucking election and obviously COVID and the uprisings just a year 2021 like what the fuck even happened this year like all the bad stuff that like we had adjusted to by the end of 2020 just continuing on straight shot into the future and uh you got to respect 2021 for staying true to itself yeah by the time this comes out we're at our one year anniversary of the january 6th rise which is how 2021 started which is just i think a great um a great way for it to start because i think that's just <laughs> if you, if you want to like kind of set a tone of like a from 2020 to 2021 like the the just insanely weird dumb shit happened but it was just like kind of in the background of just like a 
force that just felt unstoppable now in 2021, which was very different. Everything felt stoppable in 2020, you know? So. Yeah, no, man. I, I like, um, I guess I forgot about that, but like, that's cause I think January 6th is very like, that's 2020 vibes. That's not 2021. That's like <laughs> yeah. only 2021 on a technicality. It's like the last act of a desperate calendar year. So yeah, I'm going to stand by what I said that really nothing of any import happened in 2021. Uh, now we are going to get in later at the end of the episode to talking about, uh, well, Cassidy's can tell us what's in and what's out. Very important to know. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to talk about, you know, on our first mechanical freak one, we talked about our predictions for the next year. So we are going to revisit those and uh, be honest about, uh, you know how those came out and make some future predictions but you know before we get into what i'm going to generously call news like any other thoughts on uh, 2021 yeah i mean on a on a macro level i think it was just really nothing i mean it just felt like the solidification of something that was really contingent like with covid i think that the systems really did adapt and kind of like take hold. Um, the the idea of actually curbing COVID in the first place about like even like, you know, social distancing or, you know, the vaccine rollout, uh, all, all of our methods to think that like this was going to be just a temporary thing, I think in 2021 really solidified into something that is just, it's just going to continue, um, you know, at least in the United States uh, with like, on, on the same on the same verge of how we respond to climate change too, you know. Um, so, yeah, I think that I think that a lot of things just felt very solidified and just like a humming background of of just like <laughs> of misery almost. Um, so it was like it was a lot of change, but it was a lot of stuff that we just had to get used to permanently. That I think we thought was going to be very temporary, um, or at least we thought that we could somehow influence it in a meaningful way. Um, but yeah, it, it was it, I, on a macro level, it kind of sucks. Um, personal level, ripe with change, you know? I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that's kind of, that's kind of the, the other side of the coin is that, you know, like uh, 2021 for me personally was just like an insanely wild year. Um, you know, uh, moving across the country, as you all know, um, coming single again for the first time in a while, um, joining this awesome podcast, um, all of, all of these things, um, you know, and a few other things, uh, but, um, you know, all, all of these things in my life for sure happening all in one year is, is crazy. And, um, you know, potting and like, you know, uh, just like, being close to the freaks, uh, just watching this like project kind of grow into something awesome, especially doing any of the myth with Brian. It's all been just like really awesome. Yeah. And also, yeah, I mean like and the accomplishment in and of itself for me is, um, you know, continuing to do ending the myth. Um, and if you haven't checked it out, please do uh, check it out. I think it's, um, just a really cool project on, uh, just a survey of American history. Um, you know, it's stuff that I, talk about or like sometimes like will say like oh I'd want to do this and stuff but you know talking to people who I've always looked up to and it's really been like formative and like how I you know think about the world and politics is like is really cool and I'm glad I have a platform to do that 
So, you know, there's a lot of things personally that I'm proud of in uh, 2021. But, you know, as far as like what actually like affects the world and <laughs> the world that we all live in, um, just quite the opposite. You know, we, we got we got some movies, but <laughs> I think that's it. <laughs> yeah. Munya listened to TikTok and they were like, you got to like live that main character energy and he was like bet like and that's what he did so I mean yeah honestly like 2021 was pretty awesome for me um until September when my unemployment got cut off like yeah. I was living the unemployed you were living the dr- life. <laughs> I really was and the thing is is I knew it was gonna get cut off at some point and so I was just like fucking YOLO like literally all the time like YOLO mentality um bringing it back you really to- good you really embraced YOLO yeah, I really did. Um, yeah, I spent a lot of money on my road trip and I don't feel bad about it because it was all yeah. paid for from Joe Biden. So thank you, so, Joe. That was so cool. Um, this is, but I yeah. love, that is just such a <laughs> perfect example, a beautiful testament to the very correct way that poor people think about money. Um, because like you could be a fucking dumbass and say like well I mean Cassidy that was like thousands of dollars the fact that it's free money to you like doesn't change the fact that dollars are famously fungible um, and you could have used that to like put something toward something more productive uh, or just into savings um, or even invested it but especially knowing that the cash flow was going to be cut off. You could have like looked toward the future (laughs) and, you know, in any number of ways, anything from, you know, moving in, getting in a uh, apartment in the city and like taking all that time to be looking for like a, a real like career worthy job. Is this a call out? Uh, No, this is a call up. (laughs) This is like, I'm saying you forget forget that this is Greg saying this. (laughs) I'm saying you should be giving financial advice. You should become like a uh, financial Mm -hmm. YouTuber or something. Totally. Because like the anti Gary V. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Yeah. All that bullshit advice. Like, you know, I like you like with unemployment, are like we're like um like a 17 year old kid (laughs) doing like uh service work that like got a good a high tipping service job and was Mm -hmm. like oh the paycheck that's the stuff i need to say but the tips that's just extra money i can blow on whatever i want you know here's the thing Um, i was stimulating the economy so hard like no doubt joe biden literally had to cut me off because it was so hard he's like Um, the economy is overheating i I feel like inflation yeah talk to cassidy about that (laughs) she just took every fucking dollar not like not like the rest of the the saps, the people who've been drinking the Kool-Aid, the working poor who have had the grind set instilled in them. No, Cassidy was like, fuck that. I'm blowing it as fast as it comes in the door. It's all going out and I'm going with it. And Cassidy, you're a hero for that. Hats off. No. So here's the thing, though. Like in 2020, I did the quote unquote right thing. And like I was like paying my rent with my unemployment. Um, And then, yeah, I decided to not do that anymore. (laughs) And so (laughs) then I said, why don't I just do what like millennials should do, which is live with their parents and go on three month road trips. Um, And yeah, I mean, I I definitely saved a little bit of cash for sure. But uh, I, I spent a whole lot more. So. Again, you're welcome, economy. 
Oh yeah. And also I completely forgot, uh, as I was doing my retrospective that I was, I worked on a campaign this year too, from March all the way to December. So, um, yeah, on top of my other job. So it has literally been a very crazy year as like I navigated moving as well as like working multiple jobs while podcasting and, you know, um, all of those things combined. A lot of people, you know, asked me, they were like, how, how (laughs) did you (laughs) like do it? And I honestly, like at the time I was just like, I knew that like, I was just in that mode and just like, you know, always on and grind set where like, I just knew that I had to do it. But now that I can actually take a step back because I'm not on the campaign anymore. Um, it, I really don't know (laughs) how I I was able to do that, but, um, nonetheless, I mean, 2021 definitely like one for the books in in that respect, uh, probably not going to like do something as like crazy and schedule overloading as like, as that again. Um, but, uh, or at least for a while, uh, but it was, it was definitely, um, an experience. What a ride all around. All right. Well, uh, congratulations to both of you for taking opposite paths, uh, grind set and whatever the opposite of grind set is. I mean, I helped like dozens of other campaign workers get paid. So that counts as something, right? Shoot, Jesus, like, that's you, the like, God's formed plan. a union and became president <laughs> yeah. of it this, yeah. in 2021. God damn. Yeah. yeah it's not like I like... didn't work. I just like didn't work for profit, you know? So you guys there you go. were like powerhouses in 2021. I feel uh, my, I, I like, I mean, I, uh, the last quarter I worked a bunch, but like, you know, more than usual, but like, um, mentally, like I have not been on my grind set this, this year. <laughs> like I have been checked. I mean, you're a little bit out. of an unemployed King too. It's, it's good. Oh yeah. Like, well, I appreciate, I appreciate that. You lived that hybrid life you. for sure. Yeah. Hybrid. Well, uh, that's, that's sweet of you to say. Um, mm-hmm. so, well, that you're was welcome. 2021. Uh, you know, I guess, it is obligatory as we recognize the changing of the calendar year. We also, you know, check in on some of the uh, uh, boring, stupid and pointless uh, news items that <laughs> that uh, go along with that. So, you know, first of all, you know, uh, we, of course, like to, among other things, cover uh, Seattle politics and big new change at the top of government in the city. That's right. I'm talking about Lorena Gonzalez out the door, uh, no job, unemployed, and we've got a new Damn. Seattle City Council president. Okay, I'm. we should take guesses here. I'm going to put down, let's see, I'm just going to do the numbers here. Uh, longest serving council person, elected four times. It's got to mm-hmm. be Shama Sawant, right? New council <laughs> president. Shama I mean, I, I I think that, you know, it should be Shama, but of course, like probably we have a citywide person who, who you know, won a commanding election, you know, I thought was going to run for mayor over Lorena, honestly. I mean, it could probably be, be Teresa. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Citywide seat. Makes sense. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Cassidy, any guesses? Uh... Uh, let's go with it's it's Dan. Everybody loves him, right? <laughs> the, the paper yeah. boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't even think of his last name. Um, no, nobody knows, <laughs> folks. It's 
District 5's Deborah Juarez. Uh, queen really? of the Suburbs. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, All right. yeah, that's just... Uh, that's a the, thing that happened. Yeah. A little uh, preview no, of Cassidy's knows. in and out. Suburbs are in in 2022. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, totally. With Harold and Juarez as the, as the people in charge. Yep. Cool. So that's boring. Um, uh, here's another boring thing. Uh, Jenny Durkin, we hardly knew ye. One term, Jenny Durkin, America's mayor, uh, everyone's favorite sports fan is out of there. Uh, should we take a moment uh, to remember our, I don't know, one of the like the matron saint of this podcast, really, of, <laughs> especially of Seattle sucks. Um, yeah. So many, so much of, you know, what. Uh, I've talked about the on this podcast uh, over the last like what is it I don't know four years or something uh, has revolved around the misdeeds of Jenny Durkin. Um, yeah, care, how are you feeling? To remember any? No, uh, how are you, how are you feeling? Yeah, yeah. my feeling like one of my nemesis has you know is finally going to recoil into the darkness, or I don't know, maybe finally get some like low level shit. Uh, post job in the Biden administration, I doubt it. I think she's just gonna fade away. Maybe like you know, be on some like take some corporate board jobs and finally like cash in a little. Um, that'd be interesting. No, I honestly I cannot bring myself to give a shit at all. Um, didn't care about this mayor's race. I never thought she was gonna run again anyway. So I've been like ready for her to just sort of saunter out the door for like two years. Um. I guess if we're remembering things, I would say like if I'm going to remember if Jenny Durkin should be remembered for anything uh, of all the like awful things. I mean, to me, got to be top of the list uh, presiding over a city government that literally used military chemical munitions on an, an entire neighborhood uh, for a, a week straight um, and, you know, ter- terrorized thousands of people um, all because it could not even like pretend to get its police force uh, under any kind of control. And uh, I'm going to remember Jenny for that. Yeah, that shouldn't yeah. be forgotten at all. I mean, it, it it was war out there, straight up, and it was like a one-sided war uh, where I guess every, you know the people were just taking beatings each day. But like, yeah, I mean, I I think that what Jenny presided over was basically like a violation of the Geneva Conventions. You know, like um, chemical weapons used like on our own people, the stuff that like you hear, you know our state, uh, you know, outrage over for, I guess, news that happens abroad. Um, yeah, I mean, it was absolutely disgusting and something that was just super eye-opening. Um, against protesters and collective punishment against whole neighborhoods, like yeah. children in their bedrooms. Children like getting gassed know. in their bedrooms, you know, yeah. like, I mean. Indiscriminately for blocks and blocks and blocks. Incredible. Yeah, I mean, look, like there's controversy and uh, weaponry that we can remember her by. But I think what I'm going to remember the most about her is that she's my birthday twin. So, oh, yeah. OK, there you go. Yeah, Taurus queen. Powerful. Taurus vibes, man. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, she's wild. <laughs> uh, and also, like, you know, on, on the protests, uh, how, I mean, like, it, it, you know, like, there's there's stuff that actually matters, like yours, Greg, but then there's also just, like, you know, uh, funny lore bits, like how I think um, during that summer, every single tweet got uh, ratioed. Uh, no matter what she said, which I think was just a very funny Twitter moment where you just only like Howard Schultz and Jenny Durkin, I think have like consistently uh, gotten ratioed that hard for like <laughs> each tweet. And I remember of course the, uh, the, the outside agitator tweet where, uh, she was saying how, um, I want to acknowledge that all of these outside agitators are actually white men who are coming down uh, from outside. They're not black people. Um, so just want to do a little acknowledgement there. And that was, that was incredible. She oh thought that God. was a banger. Yeah. That day yeah. on the steps when we all fucking marched. Oh my God. Al Anderson and yes. like occupied the street in front of an all the third. I remember City Hall, that. And she came out and was like, you know, uh, I come from a family of immigrants referring to her like the uh, Irish, her fucking Irish potato Hell family yeah. refugees. Oh my God. That's God. just her, oh. her Irish pride is something I will also remember her by. Wow. Gotta love it. No, that was, that was, that was incredible. She, she literally went up there and was like, uh, I feel <laughs> she's like, I'm basically uh black. I'm Irish black slaves there. too. Yeah. Yeah, she basically said the Irish were slaves too. Oh my god, that rocks. Oh, she's so cool. <laughs> that being said, like that's all 2020. Like again, like all the all the bangers were happening all in 2020. Bangers you know? in 2020. Like, oh yeah. yes. I mean, you know, we went 2020 to house in 2020. Yeah, 2021 like yeah, she she yeah. was kind of just chilling, you know. Just um, running out the just clock. wait exactly yeah mm-hmm. uh yeah I mean some people in the city thought she was going to run for mayor again laughable um no. the so that you know was her news story for the quarter one but um you know there's other things uh we thought she was going to of- get a some of a I mean is that in our predictions the Biden uh admin appointment. Of it all, it was not in our New Year's predictions. Okay, Okay. Um, we had, I mean, it was a previous, long before uh, the New Year last year prediction on this show that she would not run and would also not get a Biden administration. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, there's other things to remember her by the genuine, just like treading of water and sort of deflecting the criticism and insanity like questions about the insanity of seattle's homeless and housing policy um the her being the rallying point for capital's reaction against the unanimously passed uh head tax back in uh 2018 um i'll tell you a thing i'm not gonna remember her by which really is a news story from 2021 which is the whole like deletion of text messages um that is something that comes up as like the you to be sure in some of the like local press uh coverage of her departure is like plagued by scandal blah mm-hmm. you know that's what like mm-hmm. the uh is a you know her is uh her legacy is a mixed bag uh and 
and that comes up uh, more. You know, the Seattle Times. I mean, it's a long, extremely boring article, so I, I don't want to read it. But their like exit interview with her like doesn't mention really gassing uh, protesters or gassing an entire neighborhood. But it is like, well, you know, there was that whole thing about the uh, text messages being deleted, and I uh, could not give less of a shit about that. But I do find it's interesting in one way i mean i don't care because like the press in this town was generally not able to get its hand a handle on wrap its head around and be able to communicate the actual stories surrounding the events that had to do with the deleted text messages yeah gassing of the neighborhood the militant reaction of the seattle police department the criminal abandonment of the east precinct and the fraudulent public lying by Carmen Best and and other members of the police department surrounding that. But they were able to get their heads around the deleted tweets, which I again I don't care again because like the stories text, are bigger. Right? The deleted texts, rather. Yeah, that'd be even stupider. Um, I also <laughs> just don't care about sunshine law bullshit. I'm I don't care about transparency in government. I think that's like a a tenth order concern that is a basically like a liberal facade. Like it, it doesn't really matter in any sort of consideration of power. But what I love about that story is like the fact that the press was able to get onto it, that they, you know, tons of people wrote about it. Um, and because it fits into this like narrative of, you know, the cover up is worse than the crime, which has basically been the like political scandal narrative since Watergate. And what I love about that is, first of all, that was always bullshit. It's always stupid. It's always like it's it was true for a bit, though, in the Watergate and post Watergate era, where like, OK, even if you can't find the real information on what happened, you can get somebody legally, maybe or an actual make like pressure someone uh, and use the law and use the fact that they covered something up, which maybe has a better paper trail to exercise some kind of constraint on them. Um and on the one hand, that was always bullshit. Watergate was was bullshit. Um, you know, Watergate was an op, <laughs> including the fucking, you know, taking down Nixon and the press's role. That's a long story I don't want to get into. What I like about this is now, finally, in 2021, I, I'm hoping that myth is going to die because it clearly doesn't work anymore, even on the like basic level that it was supposed to the like, oh, but you can get them on the cover up now that. People are still talking about it because the press dorks still think like that shit matters. And that's the only thing they can wrap their heads around to like try and write about. But like it didn't matter. That's not why she didn't run. The recall of her didn't go fucking anywhere. Uh, it was all bullshit. Like it counted for nothing in the real world. No leverage was able to be applied against Jenny because of her deleting the text. Yeah, I mean, it, it does just go back to that whole like liberal process thing of of basically being obsessed with rules rather than actual like events that, you know, happen. And I, I like what you said that Greg is like actually wrapping your mind around something as like gassing, you know, people in our most densely populated neighborhood, right. Presiding over that and like the role that the mayor plays. 
where it's it feels like a newsroom episode or some shit when you're just mm-hmm. like oh yeah. uh uh you can't you can't break this rule because this is like in like RWC or RCW 1540.5 or something you know and it's just like no one gives a shit about any of that and 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 I feel like it's a way to honestly um have this sort of image of like balanced coverage while the um, the scandal, quote unquote, is something that is so is a derivative of the actual point. Like, mm-hmm. why why are they deleting those texts? I don't think that there's like one real. It's not. I don't think like the outrage is about like why they are. It's just because they did it. You know. Um, I I would love to hear more of the story on the actual source, but it, yeah, I mean, it just goes to show how useful. Or useless our uh, media kind of is in Seattle. I mean, she's a labor rights um, advocate also. We can't forget that um, because she, you know, she saved she saved us from the city council as her last act and uh, restored hazard pay. So thanks, Props. Jenny. Yeah. Props, Props your credit where credit's due. You gotta. I mean, she's, she's the move. next she's the next Jake Paul. Yeah. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, this year is about like having having like a Prince Zuko arc like uh like Jake Paul. Yeah. I'm gonna learn more about what the hell you're talking about in the uh this week's Patreon episode, I think. All right, yep. well goodbye, Jenny. Uh Bye. I hope I never have to think Peace. about you again. Obviously real. like it was cool. It was cool seeing where you live. That was fun. Yeah, it was you know, we had some good times. Um and uh, I know, like, you know, I think of you as being guilty of many heinous crimes that I know you will uh, never be held accountable for. So uh, I might as well just put you out of my mind, which brings us to another extremely boring story. Uh, Bruce Harrell, new mayor of Seattle, uh, sworn Yawn, in. I'm already asleep. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> they didn't really even do an event because of COVID uh, Omicron popping off. He just like, you know, raised his hand in a bathroom stall somewhere and said like, <laughs> I'm the mayor now. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, Seattle, the, the city of the future on the bleeding edge of neoliberal dystopia, uh, you know, where, where we're all headed. We have another, uh, corporate friendly conservative liberal, uh, Seattle mayor. This one who actually lives in Bellevue. Like, yeah. I imagine, like, the tone from Bruce is going to be different than Jenny. I'm like, there'll be a different flavor of smugness. I I foresee some, like, real, like, uh, patronizing, uh, condescending, shaming uh, coming from Bruce Harrell. Um, but, like, he's going to do what a mayor's job in a big Democratic-run city is to do, which is to just keep exactly the same shit going pa- you know pass the bolt the the hunk of bullshit around like a hot potato so that nothing changes that's what jenny did for four years on uh housing and homelessness to the point where this you know just over this uh hellish week of like below freezing temperatures and snow the city's plan for warming shelters for our massive homeless population completely fell apart because there was snow. That's that's down to your your Democratic mayor. When a city that has dealt with this for uh, a large homeless population suffering in the cold 
for many years now uh has it fall apart because wait it was cold and it snowed that's down to the mayor just not like giving a shit enough to to think through to make people like think through like how are we going to solve these problems because if you start to think through any of the questions around keeping people from dying on the streets you you realize very quickly the answers are massive change and the job of a mayor is to to accept all of our criticism the job of a mayor is to absorb podcasts and bruce is going to do that very well podcasts are going to come like flying his way and they will just sort of absorb into his body like he won't even reverberate body. we won't you won't even see him vibrating like there won't even affect like his facial expression no matter what you say to bruce harrell he will have a platitude about like how like we've got a new vision and we're moving forward and we're getting the data and nothing at all will change. Yep. Same shit. Like what else do we even say to that? It's yeah. Just like, like... It's so it's so boring. It just underscores just how boring this year was. Like, I mean, what, what, <laughs> this is what you got to understand is like these executive positions are just facilitation roles, you know, like, yeah. You'll yeah. know if you have an executive in power who is actually going to change something. Trust me, like not like not with the, not with the rhetorical bullshit, not with the, not with the. Oh, they seem like they might do the right thing. Like, trust me, you will know if there is something different than the status quo in there. And uh, right now, it's definitely the same old shit. That's that's all it is. Mm-hmm. Well. Uh, that brings us to another new mayor. A lot of new mayors around the country, but another one to talk about. Um, Munya in your city, and this oh. new mayor, I think, also serves the same role. Uh, another, you know, Democratic mayor whose job is basically to absorb a bunch of bullshit so nothing happens. But in this case, I think less boring. Yes. <laughs> Definitely less boring That's and a lot tight. just more weird too. When a mayor has swagger, the city has swagger. <laughs> We've allowed people to beat us down so much that all we did was wallow in COVID. That's all we did. And we no longer believed. This is a city of swagger. This is a city of resiliency. And all of these messages out there of what is going to happen? What is going to happen? We're going to survive. Damn. <laughs> when a mayor of New York City has swagger, Munya has swagger. Yeah. Absolutely. He's, he's right about that. I mean, I, I, I feel like a million bucks. I feel like I could walk around the streets in New York, do Saturday night fever, you know what I mean? Just like, I mean, going nuts with it. I, I, the swag is back in New York. Damn. I'm tempted to ask, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> um, I have no fucking idea, dude. I have no clue what the hell he's talking about. Maybe so he was just basically saying, like, de Blasio's a bitch, you know? I don't know. Yeah. And the swag is back in New York. Well, right. I mean, like, the thing is, is, like, what's so clear, what I'm realizing already about culture and hence politics in the city is that... Um, you know, the there's like narratives with cities that you can go along with that like people have buy into. And like, you know, the narrative in New York is like kind of more like egotistical narrative of basically like of resilience um, and of how the people in New York are very 
um, unique and hardworking and can like make it through anything. And if you make it in New York, you can Big, make it like, anywhere. You know, nine eleven never forget. Like we'll make yeah, it. Yeah, right. Like sort of you know, like we're you know, like we get through yeah. these together, right? Yeah, like yeah. and like we, but we also like mm-hmm. hustle, hustle for ourselves, and like you totally. know, it's just like a bunch of like individual hustlers who like kind of come into one city, but we all know to kind of take care of each other. And so like a lot of that stuff is kind of invoked. And I see Mayor Adams kind of leaning into that rhetoric a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's also just kind of used for basically usually telling us to like eat shit. Um, Like, (laughs) you know, it's like, man, (laughs) whenever there is either something that's just really burdenous to our lives or something that like should be burdenous that is like not, um, you know, there, I think like it was the most recent example, but it can, there can be a lot of things. Um, it's always basically just like, yeah, you're tough. You, I mean, like you're a New Yorker, you can get through it, you know, like, like you eat shit all the time. Like you're, you're going to at least well, eat shit again. That's what he said. He says, we've allowed people to beat us down so much. And all we did was wallow in COVID. <laughs> Is he just trying to like say like it's about manifesting like COVID being over? Like it's about like like we just had the wrong attitude or our leaders had the wrong attitude. Bill de Blasio had the wrong attitude. Like we just had to uh we just let people beat us down. I mean, who the fuck is he yeah. talking about? I guess I mean, I guess like um Andrew Cuomo really beat like the senior citizens of uh, <laughs> yeah. New York In City down homes, pretty hard. Yeah. But um we allowed people to beat us down and we just wallowed in COVID. Again, I th- I think he's saying de Blasio's a bitch and that like, you know, by saying he's bringing the swagger back, that implies that the swagger was not there before. So, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I-, I think they have different swaggers, but, you know, de Blasio's got a swagger. He's got like a... a- I don't know. Maybe not swagger. according to Eric Adams. <laughs> I guess. Um, all right. Well, uh, maybe this will give us some insight into what the fuck he's talking about. Oh, here. yeah, okay, sure. We need to realize we can't live our lives through COVID. Every variant comes out, we can't spend another $11 trillion. We spent $11 trillion on COVID. We have to figure out how do we live with COVID. Let's be smarter, social distancing, washing our hands, wearing our masks. When it's needed to do mandates for certain reasons, let's adjust and do so, and then we'll come back around. But this is a new reality that we must face. Oh, okay. Oh. I get it. Okay. So Eric Adams was installed as mayor of New York City because uh, we you got to go back to work and we can't pay for this shit anymore. Yeah, can't. Mm-hmm. He then goes on to like say like, oh, yeah, but we still got to do all the stuff. But it's all the stuff that you do as like part of your personal choice when you go to work. Right. right. Like, yeah, yeah. We got to wash our hands. We got to do social distancing. We got to wear the masks. Uh, but all the stuff. But but, you know. The implication is you're doing all that at work because we're not like we got swagger now. We're not like sitting around at home. We're not wallowing in COVID and all that shit that costs money. That shit's gone. So, I mean, that's what are we talking about? Like the only things we are spending money in America on is vaccines and testing. So, like, what is he going to do? Save the the trillion dollars closing down testing sites in New York? Like, what's your plan here, asshole? The way that this guy talks um, like and not I'm not talking about, you know, like the way way, but just like 
the words that come out of this guy's mouth and the way that he delivers them, like reminds you of like a, like a comic book arch nemesis or something like making a speech, you know, like, like you will go back to work. We are not paying for COVID anymore. Like you have to learn how to live with this virus forever. And like, you know, he also, uh, you know, had this speech where he was talking about, um, he was a cop as like an NYPD. And so like, and he was like, uh, bringing, I think he was bringing solitary confinement back to Rikers and like mm-hmm. his response to criticism to that. Um, just, I mean, God awful, unnecessary policy, um, was for him to say, I've been a cop for 27 years and I've been, a, I, I've been wearing my bulletproof vest. If you, if you haven't done the same, then you have no right to like, you know, like, to, uh, to criticize this. And it's just like, who <laughs> in their right mind is say is saying this as mayor is like you don't have a right to criticize me as mayor if you weren't a cop for 27 years and that's why i'm allowed to bring solitary back to rikers you know it's like this type of logic and i'm like yeah you have to live with this deadly virus forever we're not going to spend money on this shit anymore and you just got to go back to work and live with it and eat shit like yeah i mean i don't know it's just gonna it's it's pretty transparently ghoulish but you know it might have some pull in new york because i guess we're just conditioned to you know, eat shit and think of ourselves as just like, you know, like rugged individuals here. But like, my God, um, it's like kind of horrifying to just see if it feels so like more aggressive and mask off and just kind of bizarre, you know, he's got he's got the delivery. I mean, I guess those are the two sides to him that we've seen so far are I'm here to uh, get us all back to work and to maintain the status quo of totally unchecked NYPD, militarized police, uh, excessive incarceration. That's going to stay. You've got a cop in here now, but he's going to sell it all with this very confident swagger, a thing that's, you know, (laughs) lacking in American (laughs) politics generally that does seem like a breath of fresh air like Trump did. I mean, high energy. Yeah, he's totally high energy. He's he's high energy and he's saying things with conviction like he believes it, like it's obvious, right? And like, this is like a very f- sort of basic way to like talk to people that most people in American politics like don't have any grasp of. But yeah, I think he's going to be very successful. Also, yeah. maybe he knows that Tumblr aesthetic is like back in in 2022. <laughs> and like a huge part of that, I feel like, is like swag mentality, you know, like uh-huh. having that swagger. And so, you know, maybe he just he knows it's going to test well with the kids who are inevitably going to like die because they're going back to school. So, yeah, well, I mean, that's as good a segue as anything. Um, let's, you know, <laughs> let's hear it, Cassidy. What's in and what's out? Okay, so first off, like, if you're not familiar, which I would hope you are if you're very online, everyone's been doing the in and out lists um, because, again, like, everyone for some reason thinks they're the main character and that, like, anyone actually cares. Many are trash, by yeah, the way, so I just gotta bad. say. Yeah, dog yeah. Shit. Many, of these, many of these people offering their opinions aren't even podcasters. Right. They don't even have a mic. Yeah, embarrassing. <laughs> like, where's your mic, bro? So yeah. here's the thing. Like, You're gonna I, tell me what to think? Please. <laughs> I knew that mine was trash, so I did not post it, but then I felt compelled to, to give it to the freaks exclusively. Um, so do we want to start with the in or the out? 
Like, do you, do we want to start with what's out? No, what's what's like, out? What's out? Yeah, what's we'll like, settle in with the yeah, new. Yeah. Right. What's like so twenty twenty one? Right. Um, yeah. So first off, like Google is out. Like, okay. <laughs> we like, don't. If you don't, don't know something, don't bother looking it up. <laughs> like, we don't need information. Right. Like, <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. Yes. Um, or like, if you do need it, you're gonna look it up on TikTok, which like is backed up by facts because. Allegedly, TikTok was the number one visited website in 2021, not Google, yeah, for like the true. first year. Um, Holy so shit. Wow. Google, sorry, you're out. You're out. Um, wow, D- get in D- the facts. Next up, DSA is out. Okay, all right, <laughs> um, I'm listening. I'm so, listening. So here's the thing. The past couple <laughs> years, it's been like a steady, steady incline. We've had the two Bernie campaigns, and those yep. have really drawn in, um, you know, new members. But we haven't been able to hit that DSA to 100K. And I think that actually, you know, we might see membership go down this year. Sorry, not sorry. But like, why are we here? What are we doing? Um uh-huh. So nerd social clubs are out. Yeah, they're out. They're out. Mm. Um, and yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I just saw like the tail end of this, but apparently like bread and roses caucus is like breaking up. So I don't know. I Wait, just feel what? like, Oh my right? God. Yeah. So I feel like that's a bad, <laughs> that's bad vibes. Um, going with like kind of in line with like Google being out also just like reading in general. Sorry, Munya for your podcast, Jeff, but man. like, I just when he's read enough books in 2021 to last the rest of his life, he doesn't right. need to read anymore. Insane. Take the year That's off. Another you know? big feat. Like, yeah, I think I might need to. You know, just think about it. Little chillax. Yeah. Let your brain smooth out a little, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so Green New Deal. I feel like the Green New Deal is just out. Like we're over her. Not only like is Congress over her, but just like. I don't know. I just it's a little too milk toast too. I think they're I mean speaking of uh, oh god. I can't I can't recommend the book now cuz reading is out, but it's called A People's Green New Deal <laughs> by um by Max Ajay, I think. Um uh and uh, it basically just skewers the green new deal for a good like half the book on just yeah. like kind of how like, you know, how much like even even if you know that it's not going to pass like I just just like how kind of like little and like not really how there's so much more that you can do if you really need to address the it was literally um, like a of climate AOC change. 2018 platform piece like let's yeah. move past it to maybe like you know are we going to achieve something better no but like let's let's work on let's that let's have a little bit of a better yeah goal in let's mind. work on that yeah. um this hurts me to say but i just have like a really bad feeling that bts is out in 2022 Whoa. i don't know if, there's just so many of them that like one of them has to get canceled right and, and like, honestly like this this underscores the point and the validity of this list because this is not <laughs> what we want to happen no no this, this is just me. telling us yeah. what's going to happen it takes no no yeah. pleasure it gives us no pleasure in saying that bts is out absolutely um i also think that now this is kind of out of nowhere but i think that aspirin is going to be out totally out like there's going to be another aspirin like um frenzy you know greg maybe you okay. can speak to whatever happened to aspirin in the 80s or whatever there was something that happened oh wait was yeah. aspirin that 
that was um I don't I thought it was Tylenol that Oh um, well that's gonna happen with aspirin though. That's what I think. Oh yeah. like the, gonna, the Johnson yeah. and Johnson thing that happened with Tylenol is gonna yeah, happen with yeah, aspirin. Yeah, like I feel like that those sort of Where vibes are coming back. Dosed, and, uh, <laughs> dosed it with fucking poison. I yeah, forget what though. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't know. I just feel like there's enough disgruntled workers that like aspirin is it's going down like yeah, decline okay. of the I empire decline of the aspirin i can see that yeah um cool. also yeah uh thrifting is out because it's just Definitely. like gonna get so expensive that it's just like it's gonna become like yeah like unironically it's already like, a meme in new york right it's like, gonna be like embarrassing yeah. to thrift again to and then it'll be like then all the poor kids will be able to thrift again and it'll be like embarrassing like so yeah, it's, it's a, kind of good that thrifting is out right, in a exactly way. yeah it's good clothes yeah. are so cheap now you know and they don't last so like there's no good pieces of clothing that are gonna start like filling thrift stores anymore so it's all the same shit from like the 80s that you're fighting over the over the same or it's like crowd, shit right? from forever 21 that like should have just been thrown away i could i could get this um you know i can get this patagonia for like a 75 instead of a hundred dollars like it's right. basically like a glorified yeah. like outlet you know um right which is not really what the essence of thrifting really no, is is it no. yeah well um, i mean macklemore's moved on we know that Right. Yeah. 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 And until that song comes back. Boogie boys. Like, right, right. Yeah. Um, next up, I think that Dolly Parton is out. I don't know if that means she's gonna die or get canceled, <laughs> but she's out. I, <laughs> so yeah, I see that. The vaccine uh like goodwill is gone, you know, and like we're mm-hmm. over it. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, I feel like Netflix is out. And like, what I mean by that is I feel like this year we're finally going to get like, you know how their finances are just like very sus and it's just like, they're spending so much money. Like, I don't know. I feel like we're going to see the crash of Netflix. Um, so they're out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and now for my what is in in 2022. Um, so first off, I think that Hotmail is in. Um, so like, okay. and okay. with that also AOL. Like, I don't know if they still exist, but like, people are gonna I like still sell have a Hotmail. Email. I have a Hotmail. Yeah. So like, if you have a Hotmail account, like, and it's a good name, like, you'll be able to Ugh. sell that. You know what I mean? That's a problem. Yeah, because well, the thing is also is that like, you can, I don't think you can create new ones. So this is kind of like right. you know, like a scarce commodity in exactly. a way. Exactly. Like yes. You know, Do I actually so, have a handful of Hotmail accounts. Some of, no, they're all. Well, bad for names, someone though. like you, like if you had Greg Ryan at Hotmail.com, you oh, might be able yeah, to no, get I some cash did. for oh, that. Yeah, like, no. Well, no, if I had that, I would keep it and use it because it's cool. Right. Yeah. No, mine yeah. is Butler Cassidy at Hotmail. Like, damn. Um, yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I, yeah. No, I have, I have the Munich mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe so, an underscore uh, in there, but yeah. God damn it. No, I didn't have that shit. My first like adult real email was in my Gmail account. Like I just had bullshit names before that on Hotmail. Oh, I got my Hotmail when I was probably like eight years old. Same. Like, my dad set yeah. me up with the Hotmail and yeah. then like. Gmail, I had to like evangelize Gmail to all of my friends because it had Google chat. And then like, you know, it was like so cool. This is like even before like Facebook was public. So like uh, getting people to get on uh, Gmail and then we made this huge like uh, uh, like Google chat, like group chat as well as like um, this crazy thread when it was still like really new. Was um, it when it was still invitation only? 
I believe so. It might have been. It might have been a little later. The invitation only because we were like in like sixth grade. So I don't was, know if we had invitations at the time. Well, but it I felt mean, like you know, it. They did it like it, it was. A, like it was an it. invitation style rollout. You know, where it was like you. If you got it, you could pass an invitation on to like like two or five people or something. So yeah, that's how I got it when it was still in that phase where you know because they were just trying to grow it slowly uh colin gave got me an invitation yeah colin wood yeah colin wood yeah um okay so it's a very early gmail adopter i i was shortly after that that's not surprising um so next up you know 10 year anniversary of born to die munya so obviously our (laughs) our queen lana like i feel like she's gonna be back in in 2022 yes yes i'm so ready you know lana dropped 2021 lana dropped two albums um you know uh and that's yeah i mean that's something that not many not well not many i would say but not everyone knows about but i think that you know like lana's still lana's still here lana's still around I think Norman fucking Rockwell as like fuck staying power. Her last two albums are good. I could I could see I could see a resurgence in old Lana as well as that like yeah, pushing the yeah. tide up with like you know her new stuff too. Um, I I'm excited for it. Six, Sixty nine hours of Lana logged in 2021 alone. Damn. Thank you very much. Can I get a nice <laughs> nice nice? So I, I only really know Lana by like her first hit. Um, so. In 2022, video games, is it in or out? I think it's in. Yeah, absolutely. I think video games is in, for sure. Okay, Okay, good, because I actually think that's like an all-time banger pop song. It's a a banger. No, totally. I mean, I think like Born to Die in general, like because video games is on Born to Die, but I think that whole whole, uh, album is going to be in, for sure. Cool. Maybe I'll have to check it out. Yeah, exciting stuff. Um, also, th- what I think is going to be in, I don't know what it will look like or what it'll be called, but like ranking your friends, like MySpace top eight, like hot or not, oh, nice. like some, you know, yeah. like getting um like bringing the you know, hierarchy back to the friends. Absolutely, circle. yeah, and just like making the internet as toxic as possible, you know. Um, that's definitely going to be back. Um, oh, I'm I'm, I'm going to take off in 2022 then. It's your oh, year, Greg. I'm going yeah. viral in 2022. Yeah. <laughs> Both because I'm so many people's hottest friend and because I'm very toxic online. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, okay. This one, buckle up, but hear me out. Okay. So I oh, think in fuck. 2022, STD testing is totally in. And here's why like COVID testing is so in. Right. And so I think that like people are going to start like, being like hyper fixated on like their STD test status and like they're going to start posting wow. it on their Instagram stories like oh, there's going to be like a Tinder oh, like shit. sticker you know how there's like a Tinder sticker now for if you're vaccinated like there's going to be yeah. one for like STD testing too for sure like like that you did the right thing and got it or that it came back uh negative on all I mean I, if it's negative it's going on the close friends like you know, yeah. Um, but okay. yeah. it's it's kind of like how people have like the Ami clout. Like I feel like people have a little bit of like the chlamydia clout too. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, <laughs> and it's just like it's like you know. At least I'm aware. I'm in like they'll they'll like it to it's brag not about be like as taboo as it is. Yeah, like, it's no, about like yeah. staying safe. Like and the, you right. know it it 
it's it'll be a clout moment for sure. Um, so look out for that. Um, also, I feel like because the Democrats have like no chance of winning this year, like voter die campaign is going to come back hard. <laughs> it's going to be in in twenty twenty two. I like that one. And like led by P Diddy specifically, yeah. like. Um, and again, just like the Tumblr vibes oh, are in. And so I, I just I feel like that's going to be real hot this year. Um, also, like these are separate, but I feel like similar is COVID parties are back in. I feel like that was like 2020 fall vibes like that's going to be back for sure. But also like um, I feel like mass suicides are going to be in like. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know? hear it. Yes. Um, don't know who from yet, but I just I feel like this year it's it's coming for sure and i'm not condoning that by any means but uh you know yeah mechanical freak do not endorse mass <laughs> no, suicides or no. any culty nature <laughs> except for being fans of our podcast but uh yeah you know tbd on that um let's see what else do i got oh the last one is i feel like we fit is in like we you know in like a nostalgia like also like a thin spo sort of thing like a whole new generation (laughs) of kids are gonna realize that their bmi says that they're obese and like the anorexia culture is gonna come back hard um yeah yeah, if you want to if you want to hear a deep dive into the pro culture, uh listen to the I think it's still the latest Big Soy yeah, Naturals big soy. that was, yeah. uh, you know, dropped in like mid-November uh, about mm-hmm. the pro anna community. I think that mm-hmm. that uh, they really do a good job of breaking it down and I think why it's having a resurgence. So that's what is in uh, for 2022. Um, so thank you for letting me indulge you. I like you. this list. Yeah, Cassidy. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, stuff to look forward to. Yeah. If you absolutely. can't handle me when my HPV is flaring up, you don't deserve me when I'm <laughs> exactly. in remission. Exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yep. Wow. Oh, well. Uh, okay. So to finish it up here, guys, we should check in back with our um, predictions from last year, episode one. Uh, you know, just to take you back to uh, the first week of January 2021, um, you know, uh one of my predictions for the year was that we would have like a just a slew of freaks and psychos running for mayor and (laughs) this could mean a lot of things like we can discuss now whether that really ended up happening um but just to set the barometer here we want to use as our gauge as i did in that episode uh Bean Dad, former candidate Bean oh, Dad. Yeah. Oh. oh yeah. And not oh. that I didn't say think he was gonna run, but that that kind of like that, that uh, local of freak and weirdo yeah. uh was gonna run. And I don't know, did that really end up coming I don't to think pass? So yeah. Not in any prominence, because of course there's like weird cranks who run all the time, but like it nothing that really I think stood out. No, there were, I mean, there, did, were, was there, there were no, uh, there were no, like, there was no one iconic in that sense that like got written up because they had some like wild take or what, like it was very dull. I mean, I mean, there was some like funny insider yeah, like yeah. stories, stories on, on the mayoral campaign. Absolutely. For sure, yeah. Like, no, yeah. There was know. some anno- mildly annoying candidates who never went anywhere, but not 
Not necessarily like main characters. No. That's uh that's one against me. Um I feel like New York was more that vibe, honestly. New York like was mm-hmm. New York <laughs> had crazy. like the Diane Morales of it all. There was yeah. the paper boy of it all. Like, I don't know. The fucking Curtis Sliwa is a fucking main character. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. Uh here's from Colin. Oh. Uh he predicted that Joe Biden would be inaugurated president, but then shortly thereafter die in a hair sniffing accident. Aww. Uh, that that regrettably did not come to pass. It only happens no. his dog. On- <laughs> <laughs> he yeah, did right. like break his leg or something, though, right? He did. He did like yeah, something happened with yeah. His that leg. was his. That was Colin's predictions: is that he would like trip and fall following his nose, like. Like following following some hair scent, you know. Yeah, so would, like it, fall off a balcony. So that might have been yeah. what happened. It just wasn't just a completion. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right. probably was sniffing some hair when that went down. <laughs> Cassidy predicted oh, no. we would get no more stimulus. We would not get the two K. <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, correct, Love correct. It. We did not ding, get that two K. Um, I think that was like really easy, but yeah, yeah. Uh, and also predicted that. Uh, Guy Palumbo would begin running for office. Oh, oh I I liked uh, that one felt so fresh. I remember when you said that. I was yeah. like, damn, damn, that sounded nice. I don't now, know. He won. He won Bruce for mayor. So I feel like Jeff is probably going to keep him around for another year or two. You know? Yeah. 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 I guess, you know. And Sarah uh, Nelson, you know? Yeah. They, his yeah, whole exactly. uh, cadre had a pretty good showing. Yeah, so. Yeah. All right. Uh. Munya, you predicted that oh without Trump in the White House or for that matter on Twitter, because along with Bean Dad, the other thing that uh, happened that week was uh, Trump got uh, banned Damn. on Twitter. Um, you predicted that without him to really carry the, the weight of the Internet on his shoulders every day, uh, 2021 would be a banner year for lesser lower tier main characters yeah and i think that uh bore out actually i i don't know if did you guys see that 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 excellent uh thread where someone curated like uh some of the best uh main character tweets from 2021 just uh the uh oh, man at the end of the no, year i want to yeah, see i that didn't one, see though. that no so we've got like you know a liberal insurrection would have looked very different. <laughs> uh, we've got ice cold feminist take. I love Bernie. I really do. But sir, oh my God. emotional labor is not beneath you. Not feeling it. Fucking pretend for one minute. Like most women do every minute. And it's just Bernie sitting like it's keeping warm in his mittens at the inauguration. Yes. So um, true, bestie. Uh, oh, this is this was a great one. Did you hear? Uh, this is a screenshot from that Marvel uh, suburban like superhero as housewife show, whatever that was. And the caption is, "But what is grief if not love persevering?" And the tweet is, "Do you hear that sound? That's every screenwriter in the world whispering a reverent." Fuck under their breath. <laughs> Hashtag WandaVision. Oh, that's the name of the show. Um, that's a pretty great one. 
So, I mean, there were some good main characters on here. Um, yeah. Okay. Would you rather get paid $1 million right <laughs> now or $50 every month for the rest of your life? I'll take option B. That's yeah. Oh, my God. The classic. Yeah. Find a way to make passive income. It'll change your change life. Change your life. So, I don't know. This yeah. thread goes on for fucking uh, a long time. The guy's so. profile pictures with Dr. Umar, by the way, which is just amazing. <laughs> AP... The AP tweets a tweet sent on the AP account about Sunday, September 11th being the anniversary of a Nickelback album was deleted. The tweet was in poor taste. I mean, <laughs> classic, classic main ter- character action. I think that gets the point uh, for Munya. Oh, man, absolutely. Yeah. No, there was definitely a main character like every day of 2021 and in <laughs> and, and their own way. Again, like everyone listened to TikTok in 2020 and said, OK, main character energy. Let's go. And their tweets delivered. So thank you. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. OK, so Brian uh, really seeing doom on the horizon not Fuck. i think i'm gonna argue not in tune with the stasis that really uh 2021 became was predicting a new national hate crime law protecting police <laughs> literally that like haunted me this I whole know. year that yeah. prediction. <laughs> <laughs> and even went so far as to predict biden would get us into another major war um <laughs> and in fact, uh, Joe Biden oh. got us out of a uh, long-running uh, Irish Joe has to be characterized as a minor yeah. war. So, um, Brian, not in tune with the future. Um, so so far, it, I mean, for the best, when Brian's predictions yeah, aren't right. in tune with the future, <laughs> yeah. kind of dodged yeah. a bullet. Honestly, yeah. that is a, a a evergreen sentiment. Like hope. Just always hope Brian is wrong about what's coming next. Because uh, every time he's right, it's fucking bad. It's I mean, fucking like eye poppingly bad. He was telling us for an entire year, like, don't bother with Bernie part two. Um, <laughs> so, uh, it when you're right, did, King. Yeah. We didn't get that Sino American proxy war that I was hoping for. I mean, they're still egging it on, but, uh, you know, uh, seems even less likely to happen. So, so far, that is. Like Colin, myself, and Brian, uh, pretty much out of luck. Um, and you guys are doing quite well. That's why you brought us on. I mean, I know. And yeah. so the last thing we all took a stab at was, uh, the what vaccine, percentage right? of yes. Americans yes. <laughs> yeah. the, by the end of 2021? We're looking ahead, knowing the vaccine is coming at some point. Yeah, and, you know, it finally did hit in like you know, start really getting out there in like March or something. Now here's what I want to say though. Do we want to base this off of how many people have gotten one vaccine or how many people I'm have gotten say, three vaccines? I'm going to say what two. is fully vaccinated. Fully I think vaccinated. What, I think, fully vaccinated is three now though. No, but that's now what uh, we were predicting only like 30% then. of people have got their booster. I'm just saying that's true. That's true. It's about 30% for boosted now. But what we were predicting was, because we didn't know all the details of what the vaccine was going to be. It's like, are you going to be vaccinated? And I think with what we were really talking about was a first round. And that means Fine, I think whatever. Two, yeah. two doses for what turned out to be the shitty fucking, you have to take it twice um, vaccines and one dose for the 
also shitty in a different way. You only have to take it once. That means scene. we're counting the J and J's. Yeah, yeah, yeah we J are. Me and Brian, me and Those Brian lasted matter. for two months, man. Me and Brian yeah. matter. Well, listen. <laughs> That, hey, how 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 have I tested negative this okay, whole time? Okay, whatever, whatever. But at the end of the day, uh, let's the see. I predicted we would be at thirty percent by the end of the year. I mean, I'm just trying to help you, King. Like, I know, that. I know. Like, well, I mean, Cassidy, <laughs> you said eighteen percent. Oh, did I? <laughs> real, real <laughs> doom and gloom. And Munya took the black pill. Yeah, Munya said 70%. Wow. And that puts him the closest with uh, uh because we're at 63% by the end of the year. Um puts him the closest. It's so congratulations. Of course I win that because it's price is right Crazy. rules. You know, you can't go over. Oh, I thought okay. it was like 72%, but wow, <laughs> that's wild. Yeah. Yeah, 60 we're at 63 fully like first round vaccinated i was crucified for that prediction yeah we were like you're like what i mean i thought the vaccine distribution was just going to be totally fucked like and it was going to be rich people only like that was the vibe yeah sure um yeah yeah i mean what about the fact that it's not 70 like the fact that it's under 70 is crazy well uh gang it's a whole new year uh, I look forward to potting with you for the rest of it. Hell yeah. Oh, we still do need to do our predictions for next year, but you know what? I think we're going to save that for the Patreon. Guess you're going to have to subscribe. So, and you know what? Something else I caught on, on re-listening to that first episode to get these predictions was Munya promising to tell the story of his Twitter handle on the Patreon. And I swear to God, we never did that. I don't think we ever got there. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe we will also have that for you as well as a, a big, much needed check-in with our favorite local uh, hero, Jeff Bezos uh, and everything going on in his life. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, uh, go to patreon.com slash mechanical freaks. Sign up. And uh, we'll see you there. Bye, everybody. Bye. Yeah.